All right. Welcome, everybody, to the eighth episode of Doug's Dugout. And in the house, once again, we've got Doug Blunt. He is the Apple guru of gurus. He's the guru of the MLB, and he's a guru of e-biking. Doug, welcome back. Glad to be back. How Trying to keep cool, Danny. How about you? I'm trying to keep cool. In fact, uh, hopefully after this uh, uh, show, I'm going to go and uh, try to get in the pool, but I've got to clean it because I've got some uh, green little stuff trying to grow back again, you know? Well, the green monster out here is looking pretty good. Yeah. I went for a little swim last night for about an hour, and um, it was it was very nice. It yeah. was not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've I haven't gotten in in about a week or so, maybe about a week and a half, and so I'm hoping to get in later on today. But I've got uh, a lot of vacuuming to do. You know, there's a lot of leaves that drop in there, and I think the roly polies yeah. are back, so uh, I've got to sweep them out of the water. But it's a lot of work, no doubt about that. Definitely a lot of work. <laughs> Is the spa a little bit easier to take care of? The what? The spa you have. Uh, you have actually, a spa next year. Yes, door. I do. I do. But no, the problem is that the birds end up, birds and pigeons land on the spa. And what they do is they use it as a bird bath and a place to oh, drop okay. their food. For whatever reason, oh, okay. they've got this thing about dipping their food inside the water before eating it. And they're not very successful at keeping it all together. So I've got to constantly clean that thing as well because otherwise it's... It's messy, you know. So yeah, we've got the same problem with the blackbirds. You know, they what they you know that we have like three steps that walk into the pool, right? Yeah, and that's where the, all the birds congregate. Right. Yeah, because they use and it. And you a know bird the bath. blackbirds down here. <laughs> yeah, you know what the black the blackbirds down here are huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like vultures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Diva got attacked one day a couple few years ago going into a stripe station and uh the blackbirds down at uh the stripes down there on um uh on the frontage road yeah down there there's a okay she was getting out of the car and she got attacked they had they went for her head wow because you know because it in the evening you know they all congregate on the power lines down there right yeah wasn't there a sixties? Wasn't there a sixties movies by Alfred Hitchcock called The Birds or something? It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, very good movie. Uh, <laughs> Tippy Hedren was in it, and yeah. Rod Taylor, and uh, yeah, The Birds, yeah, very good yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. All righty, Doug. So what's going on in the MLB this week? Well, uh, right now I've got, as you can see on the game, I've got on TV the. The Cardinals and the Colorado Rockies are battling out for last last place, okay? <laughs> and the score is one to nothing. Oh, my God. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, the trading deadline came and gone, and there were some big trades that the Cardinals made and some other teams made. Mainly the big, the big trade for the Cardinals was they traded away uh, probably our best pitcher, a guy named Jack Flaherty. Wow. A good young pitcher. Yeah, they they traded him to Cronson's team. Wow. 
The Ravens, yeah, not the Ravens, and, the uh, Orioles. The, excuse the, me, uh, Orioles, and he's already won a game for him. Pitched good. Wow. And uh, yeah, so they Flaherty's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So, um, you know, they rented a ball player for the rest of the season. They they seem to think they got a pretty good shot, which I think they do. Wow. Okay. Wow. And then uh, so um, you know, and they so may why, be able to sign Flaherty too. Why do you think? Why do you think they uh, they uh, traded Flaherty? I think what it was was that um, they probably couldn't. They put. They knew they couldn't sign him. Yeah. You know, uh, he was probably going to be asking for too much money. Yeah. But you know, I you know I, I don't understand the situation unless he just wanted to. You know, the Cardinals and him wanted to, you know, make a break. Because you know Wainwright is making seventeen million this year, and he's going to be gone. He's retiring. Wow! So that right there frees up seventeen million on the contract on the you know on the on the salary. Yeah. And um, I think maybe Flattery thinks he's going to get more than that, but you know seventeen to twenty million for a pitcher of his caliber is pretty. That's about right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and then there was a rumor he wanted to go to the West Coast because that's where he's from. He ended up going to the East Coast, but, you know, he's only got two months in Baltimore. So we'll yeah. see what Baltimore does. They they probably won't sign him, but he might get to the World Series, you know. Now, who did he want to go on the West Coast to? The Los Angeles area, that's where he's from. Ah. So you he, think he, he was grew looking to play Los the Angeles. Dodgers then? Yeah, probably the Dodgers or the Angels. Wow. wow. Yeah. And so, and then the other trade is we traded our closer, a young kid named Jordan Hicks that we drafted. Well, Flaherty, we drafted a couple of years ago, you know, out of college. And then J- Jordan Hicks, we drafted him too. And uh, we shipped his up to Toronto yeah. to help them out because they lost their closer. And so he's going to be a free agent too. And then there's a shortstop that was thought there was going to be a pretty good shortstop. And he hit 30 homers two years ago, but last year he barely hit the Mendoza line. at like, he only hit like 195 or something. And he was having somewhat a resurgence this year. Paul DeYoung, mm-hmm. I think he's got like 14, 15 homers and hitting about 240. He plays pretty good defense, but, you know, I guess maybe, you know, Cardinals have a, they knew they couldn't sign him and he was making his uh, option was up for 11 million. So I think the Cardinals decide, well, let's, you know, we're not going to pick up his option. So let's, let's trade him. Wow. And so, you know, we got a bunch of young pitchers. Yeah. And, and then uh, we traded, um, Another pitcher, another couple pitchers down to um, um, the Texas Rangers. Ah. Um, yeah, they were the pitchers. Was one of them was a guy named Stratton, mm-hmm. Stratton, journeyman reliever. He pitched good for the Cardinals. He was a middle inning, middle inning type of guy, but uh, he would pitch. You know, he, he, you know, he pitched, he had a, basically an iron arm. He could pitch him just about every day, you know, an inning or two and he pitched. Okay. But, 
you know they got he was he was going to be a free agent too wow so they they got rid of him so so and then that's what the cardinals did and then texas they picked up uh you know uh the guy from the from the mets okay they picked him up and considered one of the best pitchers in baseball so he's joined them down in uh, texas and then another um and then um verlander was that was scherzer that went to texas and then uh verlander he went back to houston mm -hmm. he pitched him to the world series last year and he signed as a free agent for the mets and on a one-year deal i think it was and so the mets let him let, trade him down to houston so now he'll, he he gets to come home and see if he can get Houston to the playoffs too. Wow, wow. Well, that's pretty. There were some other trades around. There were some other trades around. Yeah. But that's probably the most notable ones. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and flip over to the scoreboard and give me one second. You now we, you know, Cardinals this week we played um, Minnesota and. The games, you know, nobody really cares now because, you know, the Cardinals have given up the season, you know. Yeah. And Minnesota came in. I mean, they're in first place. And we're going to go see them at the end of August in Minnesota. Yeah. And But um, uh, the games were lackluster. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. What I saw in Minnesota, I wasn't too impressed. Wow. Okay. Now, one and, of the other... And, one of the other local podcasters is a Cubs fan, and I think the Cubs were on fire this past week, weren't they? They are. Uh, they they've been on fire the whole month of July, and the first week of August. Um, you know, um, they was going to trade away Corey Seager. Everybody thought he was going to be gone because he was a free agent, yeah. but uh, they decided to keep him. Wow. And I think they, I think they even made an addition to their club. Wow! But I think they cooled. I think they cooled off a little bit now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and flip over to the scoreboard, and we can go through some of the standings here. Got our trusty iPad back, fully charged this. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, the American League East. You've got Baltimore up on top. 69 wins and How about 42 that? How about that? Yeah. Baltimore yeah. on top. Yeah. They're they're rolling. They're rolling. Cronson's going to be happy. Cronson's yeah, going to be happy. Cronson should be really happy. And then yep. you've got they got a good pitcher. I like Jack Flaherty. I you know, I you know, he came up through the Cardinal farm system. He had some injury problems about 2 years ago. He was the one that thought he was Babe Ruth and he was uh at the plate and uh you know he got an oblique strain and he was just out most of the season with that now since there's a dh on both leagues that we don't have to worry about that anymore yeah and um i thought he was going to be the probably the next adam wainwright or chris carpenter or something like that but i guess the cardinals decided to part ways with him wow they could sign him in the off season i mean they could sign him yeah but you know I don't know if they will or not. Yeah. There's something going on in St. Louis yeah. that they're letting, you know, I think they've, they've never come out and say it, but I think they got a money crunch there because um, 
you know, they're they're tied up with Valley Sports, the one that the cable network across the nation. Right. Okay. And they filed bankruptcy, Valley Sports did. Oh wow. A couple months ago. And so and I think that the Cardinal, I think the uh, the family that owns the Cardinals is the DeWitt company, the mm-hmm. DeWitt family. Okay. And they're known for, for Arby's. They own a lot of Arby's restaurants and stuff. Ah, okay. And I think they was a high, I think they had a big investment in Valley, Valley Sports. Wow. But as we all know, the cable sports, well, all of cable news, our sports, our TV, is just, it's crashed and burned. Yeah. You yeah. know. They're just been eaten alive by streaming, you know. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we talked last week about there was already there's already two, um, two teams in MLB that have dumped their cable networks altogether, and they're doing streaming only through wow. the MLB app. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Even for them, it makes a lot of sense. You know. Yeah, yeah. it does. Then you've got so we'll uh, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is second. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and forty-six yeah. losses. What were we at? Three and a half games out. Yeah, yeah, about three, maybe two. Yeah, but three. about three games out. Uh, that's yeah. nothing. That this time of year, not not a big deal. But we'll see what happens tomorrow night. You know, the Cardinals move on to Tampa Bay next next week. So yeah, we'll see how they play Tampa Bay. I think they're slipping a little bit yeah yeah and then you've got toronto Uh, you got toronto on third there yeah toronto's you know they're seven and a half Uh, it's going to be tough for toronto but they've really got a good chance of making a wild card with that record though okay yeah 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 you've got the yankees in boston at the bottom of that league yeah, well, who would ever think that he? Everybody kind of expected that Boston to have a bad year, but and they played pretty good this, you know, for the first part of the year. But you know, everybody thought the Yankees were going to win, you know. But Aaron Judge hasn't been out most of the season, so yeah, um, they're having a bad year. So yeah. yeah. Then in the American League Central, you've got the Minnesota. You got Minnesota up on top, fifty-eight wins and fifty-four losses. Yeah, they were in St. Louis this, this past week, and like I alluded to a while ago, we're going to go see them August the 28th in Minnesota. They're going to yeah. be, by the way, they're going to be playing Cleveland that day too. Ah. So, uh, and so, um, not too impressive Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I, you know, most of their hitters are mediocre. Uh, Carlos Correa is having a, mediocre year and i don't think buxton's even playing at least i didn't hear his name that week so um yeah i don't know minnesota they may win the division because it's a weak division but right you know i don't know if they're they're going to stay there cleveland probably don't have enough pitching to get through yeah well one of the things yeah one of the things i wanted to mention is you know you've got cleveland named the guardians and on the NFL side, believe it or not, there's a big petition going to actually change the name of the Washington uh, to Washington back to the from the Commanders back to the uh, Redskins, and it's gaining steam. I hope it happens. I it's hope it happens. It's gaining steam. 
<laughs> you know, years ago, there was, um, I'll never forget this. There was, uh, uh, you know, the company we used to work for, you know, uh, when there was a quality spill somewhere, okay, they'd get a hold of the, you know, it was my job to get a hold of the supplier. And then what they usually do, they would send a sorting company down either locally or they would send somebody down here to supervise the sorting of the product, right? Right. And there was a sorting company that we worked at, we worked with, and they were out of, they were out of uh, New York, Buffalo, New York. Uh -huh. And um, the guy was a big, the guy I worked with was a big Washington Redskins fan, and he had a tattoo on his, on his elbow, all over his body, about being a Washington Redskins fan. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so if that guy's still around, you know, yeah. I mean, what's he doing, you know? Did he get all his tattoos removed or what? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm telling you, it's gaining steam to revert some of these. Oh, I, uh, I would, I'm entitled, I, I think it should be, I think it should be the Redskins. Yeah, I think, I think people just went too crazy. This woke culture just went completely berserk, you know? Yeah, they went nuts on this woke culture, you know? And this, you know, the same thing with the Cleveland Indians. It's always it always be the Cleveland Indians to me. Yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, you've got Detroit in third place there. Yeah, they're they're going to be fading fast. I mean, it's going to be a battle between um, you know the White Sox and Detroit for that place. Kansas City's going to, you know, they're what? Well, they won a few games. They're up to thirty six games now. Yeah, Kansas City's won. Yeah, but uh, a little note about Chicago White Sox: there was a big fight on the field yesterday, last oh. night. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, somebody slid into second base, and the shortstop for the White Sox, you know, a pretty good ball player. You know, he's having he was having a bad year anyway. You know, he's like a superstar, but he's hitting like. 220 or 210 this year and they got in a big fight and the shortstop for uh, tim henderson for the white Sox, you know he held his they start shoving and he just held his arms up like that uh-huh and the other player the, the other player on the other team just co-cocked him knocked him right down on the ground you know wow henderson down <laughs> you know wow it was all over it was, it was all over twitter last night oh wow wow yeah that's yeah, pretty cool. So, and then, yeah. then of course, we've got the American League West. And, of course, Texas is on top. 65 wins, 46 losses. Texas driving. They, you know, they added Scherzer, which was a big deal. Yeah. And if he can pitch, you know, he was he didn't have a good year in New York, but he was starting to come around those uh, last month or six weeks. And, uh, if he can give him a couple games down here, if he can win maybe three or four games for him this year, I think he's going to and see what they do in the playoffs. So Texas is going to go for the whole, uh, you know, is going to go for the World Series, I think. Yeah. Then you've got Houston right behind them. Right behind them. You know, speaking about old teams, you know, one time Houston was called the Colt 45s. Yes. 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 They were, that, and they that changed was, that. Yeah, they changed that right after the Kennedy, Kennedy assassination because there was a big cry for gun control. 
Uh-huh. And oh, so wow. they changed it over to the Astros. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't realize that there was uh, that they went that far back, you know, the whole gun control debate. Yeah, well, there was a big deal after, you know, and, yeah. you know, when Kennedy got assassinated, you know, Frank Sinatra made a movie called The Manchurian Candidate. Uh-huh. Okay. And that was about ready to get released. And then, in, you know, Kennedy got assassinated. And I don't know if you've ever seen The Manchurian Candidate, but the presidential candidate gets assassinated in it. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, by Lawrence, by Lawrence Harvey and Frank Sinatra saves the day. But, you know, Sinatra and, you know, when Kennedy got assassinated, well, Sinatra was a executive producer in the movie, and he told him to put it on the shelf and wow. don't release it. And it was on the shelf for years. Wow. Did they yeah, release they it release before uh, Bobby Kennedy got shot or afterwards, or did they ever release it? I No, I think they released it after Bobby Kennedy got shot. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and it was, you know, back then there was a big gun control deal. You know, you know, I mean, the, the weapon that Oswald allegedly shot Kennedy with, you know, that was a mail order rifle, you know. Yeah. You know, he got Italian, probably the worst, worst rifle ever made. Yeah. You know, the Italian one and uh, for a sharpshooter. And he got it for like 20 bucks or something through mail order. You know, that stopped. They stopped the mail order business. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. My yeah. brother my brother is uh one of those um what do you call it? Licensed federal it, basically you can buy guns off of the internet, but you you're not gonna get them at home. You have to go through some licensed federal person. Yeah. And he's one of those yeah. guys. So when somebody buys, like a broker so, or something huh? like a broker yeah so when somebody yeah. buys a gun uh they have to it gets delivered to him and then you know all the background checks occur and everything so it's it's kind of interesting the way it works now you know yeah there was there was actually you know at that time when kennedy got assassinated there was even some tv shows that they when they it, you know it was all fictional of course but they put that in there about mail order guns Right, because there's no there's no TV show called The Fugitive, yeah. And there's an epi there's an episode in there where Kurt Russell, when he's like eight or nine years old, <laughs> he he's in it, and the kid Bobby Diamond, the kid from Fury, yeah, you know Fury, you know yeah. the story of a horse and the boy who loves him, yeah. okay. And he was like a teenager; he was like twelve or thirteen then, or something. And the story was is that they they ordered a gun, a rifle, through the mail, and they picked it up at the post office. They somehow they got Richard Kimball, the fugitive, to pick up the rifle at the at the post office. At the post office. Okay. Wow. And he didn't know what he he didn't know what he picked up, but they they needed an adult to pick it up. Yeah. And so the story went on to that. But there was a couple other TV shows, but you know Kurt Russell. How about that, huh? Yeah. Eight or nine years old. I'm yeah. surprised. I'm surprised you couldn't buy weapons back in those days via Sears uh, wish book, <laughs> like houses, right? Like yeah, houses, right. Huh? Yeah, where I come from, where I come from, um, in Carlinville, Illinois, there's a whole section of town, and it's called Standard Edition, and that's where those were. Were houses wow. you'd buy a house for two thousand dollars or so, 
and they would bring them in on trains, boxcars, and then you would go pick the thing up in your in your buggy, and then and then you'd put them together. Wow, isn't that incredible? That was, yeah. And I just finished a TV series called Boardwalk, and one of the characters in the in the series had bought a Sears house too. Wow. And he put it together, and his wife was always complaining because the doors didn't shut and uh, the doors were put <laughs> in backwards and the windows didn't do all that. And he was, you know. Wow. His wife was always complaining to him. Wow. Well, then, of course, but, uh, it looks like the Angels dropped into fourth. I thought they were a third last week. Seattle's creeped up. Uh, looks like they got behind here. Uh, they're still trying to, you know, they didn't trade Otani. And um, they're trying to, you know, maybe they think they still got a chance for a wild card, you know. Yeah. But who knows? You- and you've got Oakland at the bottom there. Good old Oakland. Yep. <laughs> what what can we say? You know. Then on the uh, National League, you've got Atlanta, seventy wins and thirty-eight losses. Yeah, pulling away from it, you can pretty much write Atlanta in to win that division now. I think eleven games yeah. to go. See, eleven games, eleven and a half. Yeah, eleven. Philadelphia, you know they're you know they're. Had some injury problems the first year, but they're coming back. Uh, Miami's slipping a little bit. Um, the Mets are slipping quite a bit. Big time. And then the Nationals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the now, Nationals. Let me tell you a little quick story about about the Mets, okay? Yeah. Um, you know, as you well know, I'm a big Bill O'Reilly fan, okay? Yeah. And he does these, uh, he's on some radio shows. Yeah. Right. Every once in a while, I was a guest for like 15 minutes or 10 minutes. And I heard a, you go to his website and you can listen to the conversation between, you know, the radio host and Bill O'Reilly. Well, he was doing, you know, his views on politics, right? Well, (laughs) Bill O'Reilly, if you didn't know, has got a, a, a quirky, okay. And, uh, you know, Bill just loves his dog, right? Yeah. Well, during the interview, th- during the interview, uh, Bill was on his little rant about the politics situation in this country. And somebody knocked on the door. It must be a UPS guy or something. And he's corky. His corky is it? He started screaming, you know, started barking, you know. Yeah. You know how they are, those little dogs do, you know. Right. And right, he says, he says, yeah, let me, let me, uh, let me calm my dog down here. I think he's he's barking because he's still the mere mention the New York Mets he gets upset. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then of Holly course, the terror the dog's yeah. name's Holly. Holly the terror dog. Isn't uh Corky's or were the ones that also Queen Elizabeth had? Isn't yeah. 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 She had five of them. She's always Oh, she was always running around, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so surprised how they kept the house clean with five dogs. You know, I got three, and I'm constantly chasing after them, you know. Well, you know, you got a little servants around there, and you got to put the, <laughs> you know, the, the your, your taxpayer dollars at work, you know. I mean, I've always wondered, you know, when a president moves in, you know, and they bring their pets, how how they're handled. I mean, I know my pets are bad sometimes. But you know, I maybe that's the reason why Trump didn't have any pets <laughs> at all. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, Trump. No, Trump wants all the attention, man. He he didn't want any attention to give to a pet. That's true. And, and then you got and then you got old Joe. You know, old Joe was Commander. His dog is named Commander, right? Yeah. And the dog keeps on biting Secret Service agents. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering how they how they prevent uh, the dogs from chewing on furniture. You know, some of that furniture is pretty vintage. You know, imagine the dog uh, nipping at the Resolute desk or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do know they had to send Commander a couple times to obedience school because yeah. he's this, but he's got you know Joe's probably old Joe's probably got people to do that for him. I guess so. <laughs> If he's awake, if he's awake. <laughs> so in the national, but he's never, but uh, he's never in the White House. He's always either at his beach house or his other residence there in Delaware, right? Yeah, yeah. Or I'm Camp if, David. So I wonder if he uh, still drives the Amtrak train down to Delaware. You know, I think he flew it the other day. Mm. He was, yeah, he's working in the coal mine. After yeah. he drove a semi truck to the coal mine, he was down the coal mine and then when he got off the he got off work at the coal mine then he hit a train got on there wow wow <laughs> probably wonder... ran into um, what was that character he always ran into when he was a kid um with the chains uh he said he beat him up i don't remember you know i forget it was i forget the name it'll come to me here pretty soon <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah. in the national Old league Joe. central the old Joe. And then in the National old League Joe. Central, you've got Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got 60 wins and 52 losses. Cincinnati's got a good chance of hitting them. Um, yeah. They don't, I was surprised that the Chicago Cubs and Cincinnati's done for this year. So they don't play each other in September. So it looks like to me it's going to be a lot of between Cincinnati and Milwaukee and maybe the St. Louis yeah. uh, as a spoiler. Um, it's going to be, you know, one and a half games, not too bad. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. If, like I said, I don't think Milwaukee's got enough offense, but eh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. What about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh and St. Louis is battling out, boy, you know. Pittsburgh, you know, they're going to start uh, playing their younger ball players, you know, yeah, uh, that they haven't already. And, uh, you know, the same thing with St. Louis. You know, we've talked about the Cardinals already, but you're seeing some big switches in St. Louis already. We've got, you know, Donovan went out for the season for, a, uh, for surgery on his shoulder, I think. He won't be back till next year. And then we got all these kids coming up from Memphis. You know, mm -hmm. I look for Mason Wynn to come up here pretty soon yeah. after the season's over with for Memphis. So, um, you know, they're just rounding at the bottom. So, yeah. and that division is going to be between Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Yeah. And then in the National League West, you've got the Dodgers, obviously on top, 63 wins, 46 losses, followed mm -hmm. by San Francisco. You know. Yep, I picked Dodgers to win it, and they're, they've been in pretty much first place the whole year. Arizona, they were up there at the top a couple weeks ago. They ran out of gas. Yeah. Um, they, they picked up a pitcher, I think, 
that was going to help them out. I don't know if it is. It may be too late. But I think they're they're sliding fast. San Francisco, I, they're, they're a surprise team, probably the, the surprise team in baseball right now. Right. And, of course, you've got San Diego and Colorado at the bottom of the league there. Yeah, Colorado, you know, they're up on the screen right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Colorado's not going to do, you know, they're, you know, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I don't think Charlie, I haven't heard Charlie Blackman's uh, even playing for him now. He may be, you know, he's an older player, so they may have, they may sit him down the rest of the year. I don't know. Yeah. Or he might be hurt. He's yeah. the guy with all the hair. Right. He looks like Wolfman Jack. Yeah. And, you know, he still drives the same car as he, as he drove in, in college. He's like wow. 35 years old now. Yeah. And, wow. and he, and he negotiates his own contract. Wow. He doesn't have agents or anything like that. He negotiates his own contract. Wow. It's not like he can't yeah. afford a brand new car. I guess he just doesn't want one. Uh, he lives very frugal. Wow. And you know, he's, yeah, he's always checking his stock market and stuff like that. So, wow. Yeah. You know, but he's a good ball player. Well, he's past his prime now, but when he was in his prime, he was a good ball player. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All righty. Anything else, Doug, that we've got going on? I'm trying to think of some stuff. Is that, okay, um, we're, I'm looking for some tickets to the Minnesota game. Yeah. Uh, August around the August twenty. We eh, maybe August twenty seventh or it might be August twenty eighth. Yeah. Twenty uh, seventh is Kids Day at uh, Target Field, Minnesota. So I'll take my grandson. So I'm looking forward to taking my grandson to the to the game in Minnesota. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a family affair, and you know we're going to get five tickets. You know, it'll be Taylor and her husband and Jason and then Diva and me. Yeah. And uh, we're trying to get some tickets that's not on the nosebleed section. But, you know, even even in Minnesota, yeah. the tickets aren't that bad. Uh, you can get decent tickets there for the ones I looked at last night was like $37 a oh, piece. That's not bad. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah, but MLB still has, you know, to, to, just to say something to the listeners, if, you know, if you want some good family entertainment, and you want to do something with a family and create some memories, you know, that's a big deal. Got to create memories, right? Yeah. And, um, um, you know, take them to a major league ball game. Um, you know, it's, it's really reasonable. The prices are not out of hand, uh, yeah. not like football or hockey or basketball. And, um, you know, the games are much faster now. Yeah. You know, they, you know, back in the day, you know, you, you know, last year, you know, it, it took forever for the pitcher right. to throw the ball and then the batter would get up there and he'd step out of the batter's box and pick yeah. his nose and everything else, you know, can't do that. Now you got to throw that sucker in 20 seconds. Right. Okay. And the mound visits have been, you know, so it's, it's a faster game now. Yeah. Okay. So they, they've shaved about a half hour off the game. Yeah. And, um, you know, they've got, there's always a promotion going on to a, to a game. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, $2 hot dogs or dollar beer or, or some kind of event like on kids day in Minnesota, the kids get to run the field, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So it's good, clean entertainment. If you don't want to do that. 
down here in South Texas, go to Corpus Christi. Yeah. Go to Corpus Christi, a Whataburger field there. Yeah. Um, been there many times. Yeah. Um, very reasonable there. Very, yeah. You can get a good ticket for like five bucks, ten bucks, something like that. That is true. The ticket prices are very reasonable on the MLB. I was checking out tickets for football for for a Dallas Cowboy game, and oh my gosh, they're out of this. How world. much are they, Danny? On Dallas uh, Cowboy game? Well, they were up there, and and what I can tell you is that and it was it was in a section that was really bad. They're not available a whole lot, so I couldn't really pinpoint you know all the pricing, but uh, it was it, it's still. You know, it was still inconvenient because of where you were on the field, you know. Obviously, you know, the, you know, if you've got better seating, you'd pay more more of a price. So, but, uh, no, I mean, I remember lots of times, Doug, when you talked about the timing of the game. I mean, when the last time that I attended a baseball game was back in, you know, when I was in college, you know, and I attended an mm -hmm. Astros game at the Astrodome. And by golly. By the seventh or eighth inning, we were already headed down because, you know, all we could afford were the nosebleed sections up at the Astrodome, you know. And yeah, if you didn't yeah. leave be between the seventh or eighth inning, you were going to be in a in a bind just trying to get out of the Astrodome, finding your vehicle, and then dealing with all the traffic down Kirby, you know, as you head down to, uh, you know, 610, you know. So taking 610 was a nightmare. So I remember... You know, so we, a lot of times we left, you know, you know, in the seventh or eighth inning, just let's get the heck out of here because we're not going to make it out, you know, so. I think, you know, what we did when we went to St. Louis, see, is that, you know, not last year, but the year before, we took an Uber. We, you yeah. know, we had to stay at a hotel. And so the whole trip, we didn't even rent a car. What wow. we did is we took an Uber from the from the Uber from the airport to the hotel, and then when we got ready to go to the game. We took an Uber from the hotel to the stadium. Yeah. Okay, and we walked around there. All your restaurants and all that kind of stuff is down there in Ballpark Village and stuff. And then when we saw the game, and then we waited till after the game, yeah. and we waited like. 40, 45 minutes after the game, and then we called it Uber because we looked on the app and I noticed that the prices go down by half if you wait just a half hour. Wow. Yeah. And so we didn't have to deal with any parking. We didn't have to deal with a car. We didn't have to worry about any you know, car getting stolen or accidents or anything like that. We just took an Uber. So I think the Uber is probably the best thing to it. And yeah. it was like... I think it was like twenty five dollars from the hotel, yeah. from the hotel to the to the stadium, you know. Yeah. And the, since we stayed after the game, okay, we stayed out where the players come out, and a half hour, forty five minutes, started the players start coming out. So we got to see some players and talk to them a little bit. Colton Wong, wow. ex Cardinal, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was, and we were in no hurry. Yeah. I mean, we were in no hurry, you know. Yeah. So that that was the best best choice. So I, so I think the Uber is the way to go. Now with Taylor up in Minnesota, she only lives thirty minutes away. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, so from Target Field, yeah. and she's been down in that area quite a bit because her job takes her down there. Yeah. And so she kind of knows the way around. So. Yeah. It'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. It's going to be on a Monday. It's going to be on a Monday night, probably, 
and attendance is down quite a bit on Monday nights because you know everybody's going back to work and right, you know, and you that's a, that's a big, work night. Yeah, you may not have that many big crowds to deal with, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's, it's okay. And then so do you guys pick up any uh, during these games? Do you guys do any concession food or not? Yeah, I always like the hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the hot dogs at Bush Stadium are just the best hot dogs I've ever had. Yeah. Even now. We've tried to duplicate that and we've we've never been able to duplicate that. Wow. The the ones in Corpus Christi at Whataburger Field, uh -huh. they're okay. Yeah. They're okay, but you know, they're you know, but not to, not as the one in St. Louis. I don't know which you know, I don't know if they're Nathan's. I think they're Nathan's, but right. it's a different type of Nathan than you buy at the regular grocery store well let me tell you okay. what i like i like the hot dogs from sam's you know at their little concession thing you know but they don't okay. sell those they don't sell those at sam's you can't buy them as a as a customer well you remember you, you remember back in the day they used to have home depots used to have these little hot dog stands in front of them remember that uh-huh uh-huh yeah we lived in michigan at a time we lived in grand rapids around 2000 and there was a Vietnam vet that had a, at least he said he was, uh, he had a little hot dog stand in front of Home Depot. Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, then eventually the city came in and said, oh, you've got to have a, a sink and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. eventually I guess they shut him down, you know. Yeah. And then Home and then, but, you know, we had him in California when I lived out in California and I don't know if they had any in Brownsville or not. No. But then well, one thing, I guess then Home Depot chased them all away. Yeah, well, one thing, I like Nathan's. I like Nathan's, but it, but they're up there, you know, at least to try to get them. They're up there. But I would really love to get Sam's to put out their hot dogs that they sell at their little concessions, but uh, they don't sell them. I've already yeah. chased and inquired over it. But definitely the concessions uh, – there's something about the concession thing, you know, at, at a at a ball game that you just can't uh, you just can't pass up, you know. Well, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I mean, I remember back that you know I always tell stories about the old Sportsman's Park, and yeah. even in Bush Stadium, too, is that you know you just had hot dogs, some peanuts, and cold beer here. Yeah. Cold beer here. Remember that, you know? <laughs> It'd be a guy, you know, he'd have about a half a dozen. Budweiser's in his hands. He was selling, yeah. you know, cold beer. Yeah, and, and they probably and, didn't. Uh, they probably didn't cart anyone. <laughs> no, you know, not back in those days. And that's about all they sold. Now, what they have, they have full buffet. You know, they have, you know, anything you want. They have pizza. They have hamburgers. They have hot dogs. They have, you know, bratwurst. And yeah. Milwaukee's known for his bratwurst up there. Right. And. Uh, you know, they have, you know, sushi, you know, they have, uh, well, even this hamburger joint down here in Brownsville that opened up. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that place? The new uh, one? About a year one? ago. Uh, can't remember. There's so many of them now. It's not even funny. There's so many of them now. They're uh -huh. at the stadium, yeah. you know, and, and Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Bush Stadium 3. You know, they've got a whole ballpark village and it's nothing but concessions. And, you know, you can get steak there, ribeyes and yeah. anything you want. They've got there. 
you know? Well, you know, I was a little and... surprised when I went to the movie theater recently because, man, they sell everything from beer to, pe- to Pizza Hut's got a, a whole thing in there now at the movie theater, at least here in Brownsville. We're in Brownsville? Yeah. 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 Um, we recently went to the movies. We saw Oppenheimer and yeah. we saw Raiders of the Lost Ark and Mission Impossible. Uh, we go to the one Harlingen. Yeah. And the one well, I was really Harlingen. pissed. I was really pissed because they barely showed Raiders of the Lost Ark or Indiana Jones or whatever it was. And I never got to see it. I never got to see it. Hmm. They had it for like one or two showings, you know. How was Oppenheimer? I liked it. It was a little bit a little bit long. Yeah. Okay, it was like three hours and ten or fifteen minutes. Wow. I think they they could have cut some stuff off of it, but it, it was okay. Matter of fact, that's what I'm reading right now is for a book. Yeah. I'm reading there's a book that the, the movie is based on called American uh, Prometheus. Okay. And uh, the book was written a few years ago, and that's what the basis of the movie is. And uh, no, it's okay. I mean, yeah. it, you know, the movie was, was fine. Yeah. I think it, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the of the atomic bomb. Right. You know, I mean, they, you know, they told about it and all that kind of stuff. But if you really want to get into a story about how they developed the atomic bomb, there's a movie that made was made about 20 years ago, 20, uh-huh. 25 years ago. And it, John Cusack was in it. It was called Fat Man and Little Boy. Right. Yep. Those and are the names of that the two really bombs. dives. Yeah. Yeah. That really dives into it big time. Wow. You know. Uh, but, um, you know, it, no, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was just a little long. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But you knew it was going to be, Yeah. but you know, Indiana, Indiana Jones was, was old, you know, was a little long too, but you know, I don't mind Indy Jones. I, I'm, you know, I, I've always been a fan of Indy. Yeah. I, I okay. have too. I have too. Yeah. I was out on the Island yesterday trying to take a little break and, ran into this little bookstore that my daughter wanted to go to. It's called Karma Coffees and Books. And one of the books... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's say that again. A bookstore in South Texas? Yeah, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Wow, I didn't, know was, I didn't know there was such a thing. Oh, yeah. It's really a nice little bookstore if you get a chance when you're down at the islands. And, and, and where is this at? It's right in front on Gulf Boulevard. I can't really describe exactly where it's at, but it's called Karma Coffee and Books, and they've got a really, really nice coffee bar. I was really impressed with it. And uh, what I ran into, what I ran into was uh, 1984 by Orson Welles. First of all, I've never read the book 1984. Okay, I've never read it. The only reason why I'm familiar with it is because, as you know, one of the biggest Super Bowl commercials of all time was Apple's commercial where they replicated 1984 against big, bad, big blue IBM. Remember that commercial? I remember that. Yep. <laughs> they introduced the Macintosh. That's right. That's when they and it introduced the Macintosh for the very first time. To now, the world is this on? Is this, is this in Port Isabel? Yes. No, no. It's it's on it's on the island. It's right next and, to an ice cream shop. That's and it's and the ice cream shop is right next to the meatball cafe. 
Meatball Cafe. Okay, next time we go to the island, that's what we'll stop into because she's always wanting, let's go to the island. And I go, oh, I've been there, you know. But, now, let me um, tell you, I was impressed with the Meatball Cafe. I don't know if you've been there or not. I haven't been there. Well, it's an Italian place. There's about two two Italian restaurants down at the island. And I know. Do they sell new new books in there or is it used bookstore? New or what and it? used books. Okay. And they, yeah. they have coffee in there too, huh? They've got okay. a really nice coffee bar. They've got all kinds of souvenirs and knickknacks. I mean, it is really nice. I was very impressed with it. I wish we had something like that in Brownsville. You know, I know. Yeah, you downtown. think you you I don't think Harlan's Harlan or San Benito's got it either. No, the only nearest bookstore that we have is the Barnes and Noble in McAllen. In McAllen. And, you know, they, and I'm Barnes surprised Noble, that's still open. Well, yeah. Because, you know, Barnes & Noble's been dwindling in all kinds of financial problems for years across the nation. So mm-hmm. it's very surprising, very surprising. But uh, it was really nice. Um, I would, I would, you know. Well, we're going to check there. that out. We're yeah. definitely going to check it out someday, you know, during yeah. the week, you know. Yeah. We could, that's a cheap, that's a cheap date. Yeah, you know, cheap date. For us, you and know. And I'm telling you, even, even the Meatball Cafe, we, you know, my wife and I, uh, we had a pizza. Pizza was like fifteen bucks. It was great. It was it was really tasty. Is it, it is it better than the pizza across the street? There's a, there's a oh pizza yeah place. the 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 joint pizza. Yeah yeah yeah. It definitely is. It's uh more authentic. You know the one across the street is sometimes very greasy. You know it's you know you get mm-hmm. all all kinds of stuff on your hands but no nah, not this place it, it was pretty good i've got to admit that it was very surprising well so, good yeah that's good i've checked it we'll have to check that out yeah yeah Our, that's what that's what the island needs you know i just can't believe there's no bookstores in brownsville yeah I it know. just it just amazes me yeah I don't know why these, well, you know, I guess everybody gets them through Amazon or something, you know. I know. But yeah. s- still, but it's just to hang out, you know, and the kids, you know, they hang out at Starbucks. But I never thought the Starbucks coffee was that good. It, had a, it has an aftertaste. Their well, coffee not only does, that, it's a little strong for me. It's and it's a little strong. expensive, too. Yeah. No doubt about that. You know, and every time they open up a coffee shop in Brownsville, it lasts a couple months and then it goes under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All righty. All righty, Doug. Well, we've wrapped up another episode for the week. And uh, as you know, we've got uh, some new episodes coming up. Well, tonight we've got a SpaceX launch that we're covering. Uh, That's another Starlink launch. And then uh, this Thursday, we've got our second episode of Live 270. I don't know if you got to catch the episode with the... uh, UAPs and UFOs last week, but we had that last week. That went well. But now, uh, this now what week, is what's is it on your channel, Danny? Yes, you can go to Brownsville Tech Live and you can pick it up there, along with your stuff. Is that the is that the one with the lone conservative from San Antonio? Yes, yes. He's an Air Force guy, but no, no, no. He's an Army guy, by the way. Army guy, a lone Ranger, a conservative yeah. in San Antonio. <laughs> Did you tell him I say that? Yeah, but this week, the topic is going to be Operation Lone Star. You know, that's Governor Greg 
Abbott's uh, immigration oh, policies. Yeah. So we're going to get him and to... his orange buoys, huh? Especially the orange buoys. So we're yeah. going to be talking about that, looking at the effectivity of all that and, you know, what happens next. So that'll be a fun episode. Too bad so. you can't have the Castro brothers on there. And we're not talking about Fidel and his his brother. And Raul. We're talking about the but the twins, yeah. The yeah. twins up there. Uh no. Well maybe one day. And I'm hoping to uh soon here bring on our first Republican candidate for District thirty four for Congress. So uh I've put District out a couple what, 34? of District thirty four? District thirty four. Yeah. And who is that? Is that well the incumbent Sonora. is Vicente Gonzalez, but uh, I've made some invitations first to a few Republicans. I actually got one mm-hmm. to confirm today. Hopefully, we can settle on a, an exact date. But uh, that's hopefully coming up soon. So. And was she a and that guest was she a congressman before for a short term? No, 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 no. I've I haven't I haven't heard from her yet. This is a guy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she announced her candidacy. I was just curious. Yeah, no, 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 not yet. I'm working on that one. I don't think you're. I don't think you're big enough for her. She's always on Fox. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. 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 But you never know. You never know, right? So, all righty. I will talk talk to you later, Doug. Everybody, this was. Maybe uh, maybe you just should take out an invitation to uh, some of these presidential candidates, like uh, maybe uh, Vivek. How do you pronounce his last name? What's a Swami? Uh, is he a Republican? He's a Republican. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, he's under the he's under the age of fifty. Believe it or not, okay. a, a candidate is running under the age of fifty. Wow, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. The Vix, what's a Swami? He's yeah. uh, he's a uh, Pak- I think his heritage is he's Pakistan. Pakistan. His his father and mother's from Pakistan. Oh, he's wow. born in the states. Wow. He's or you competing. go always get Christie, Chris right? Christie, huh? <laughs> well, one thing's for sure: uh, the third episode of Live Two Seventy, we're going to be looking at the Republican candidates, primarily because the first Republican debate is scheduled for August twenty third this month. So maybe instead of, you know, knocking poor old Joe for being in his basement, it could be knocking Trump for being in jail. Huh? Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> having, a, having a one-on-one conversation with Trump in jail, right? Hey, nah, he's not be, going hey, anywhere. I'll, I'll take Trump any day. <laughs> you imagine a secret servant agent being in jail with him? Oh, my gosh. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, well, he Him and Hunter? Him. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to get Epstein, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, one of your topics ought to be the Hunter Biden deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should be, that could be a good topic, too. Yeah, yeah. All righty, Doug, everybody, that's it for Episode 8. We'll be back next week with Episode 9 as we continue coverage of the MLB and uh, some of the... Uh, uh, you know, teams that are vying for uh, their uh, top spots. So we'll see everybody next week and stay tuned for the launch tonight, as well as some of the later programming we've got scheduled for this week.
Doug. And we're going to have an app. We're going to have an Apple event here in about a month from now. That's right. We've got an Apple event coming, so we need to prepare for that because you're the top star when it comes to Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. But the 17th, 17th of September. Ah, okay. I'll have to start doing some research and getting stuff ready for that because uh, it's been a while since we've had a tech show. So, All righty, Doug. Well, you have a great time at the Green Monster. I'm going to try to do the same. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Doug, have a great Sunday, or what's left of it. <laughs> okay, Danny. See you Alrighty. next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.